This is Plant-Based Briefing, Dairy Studies, What the Industry Doesn't Want You to Know, by switchforgood.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast for people who are short on time but curious about plant-based and vegan living. And today I have a favor to ask for my birthday. Yes, December 7th is my birthday. And would you be so kind as to leave me a review for the podcast? You can either email it to me at marian at plantbasedbriefing.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-N at plantbasedbriefing.com. Or you can leave it on your favorite podcast listening app. If you're not sure which ones take reviews, you can go to plantbasedbriefing.com and click the button at the top that says rate and review the podcast here. And it will display only the podcast apps that take reviews that work for the device that you happen to be on. So if you could do that for my birthday, I'd really appreciate it. Shameless ask, I realize. And for today's episode, it's from switchforgood.org. They're an evidence-based nonprofit dedicated to rattling the accepted norms around dairy and health. They're working to abolish the current system of dietary racial oppression, and they're promoting solutions for climate change. They have an awesome podcast hosted by Olympic medalist Dotsie Bausch and Baywatch actress and health coach Alexandra Paul. You can find it all at switchforgood.org. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Dairy Studies, What the Industry Doesn't Want You to Know, from switchforgood.org. Countless dairy studies have surfaced by the media and lobbying efforts that claim cow's milk benefits athletic performance and overall health, unlike any other food or beverage. These headlines assure readers that dairy is the key to unlocking athletic potential or helping you lose those five stubborn pounds. What these authors and marketing advertisements do not say is that they only skimmed the abstract of the study. This is how glaring misinformation gets spread. Our Switch for Good scientists and medical professionals have reviewed hundreds of dairy studies, and they have found a common trend. The studies are designed to favor a positive dairy outcome. Of course, that isn't mentioned in the abstract. The next time you come across an article that states yogurt will calm your gut or chocolate milk will help you recover, keep these seminal details in mind. Dairy studies make assumptions, not conclusions. Many dairy studies set out to prove that dairy is better than an alternative option. For example, the industry claims that dairy is more hydrating than water. This angle is used to market liquid dairy products to athletes. In a specific study conducted in 2016, the researchers oversimplified the science of hydration and made their conclusion based on assumption. Technically, the study participants retained more fluid in their bodies after consuming dairy in comparison to water, but the researchers were unable to determine if that fluid was water or some other substance. In terms of hydration, water is the only marker that matters because hydration is measured by the amount of water in the body, not overall fluid. In essence, the study proved that dairy encourages more fluid retention. Other studies have referenced this paper to explain why the researchers were led to this conclusion. According to a 2019 study, the sodium content of cow's milk triggers more fluid retention than water, which does not contain sodium. However, fluid retention is not necessarily a benefit. The body works best when a healthy flow of fluid is maintained and not inhibited. When this flow is slowed and the body retains excess fluid, A person may experience bloat and constipation. Of course, the dairy studies won't document these uncomfortable side effects. They'll just tell you how much more hydrating milk is than water. Dairy studies compare apples to oranges. Dairy studies that tout cow's milk as the optimal performance beverage always compare it against another beverage during the testing phase. 
In a fair fight, dairy would be compared with a macronutrient matched, i.e., the same amounts of carbohydrate, protein, and fat, beverage such as soy or pea milk. However, industry funded studies are designed to favor dairy, therefore, dairy is most often compared to nutritionally inferior beverages such as water or an isogenic carbohydrate placebo, which is essentially sugar water. Switch for Good has reviewed several studies that use this apples-to-oranges comparison. For example, a 2015 study of professional judo athletes compared the recovery and performance effects of chocolate milk versus water. Chocolate milk outperformed water, which is no surprise, because at the very least it contains calories. Athletes need to refuel after hard training, therefore a substance with any nutritional value will outperform water, which is completely devoid of calories and nutrients. Another 2015 study on the performance effects of chocolate milk also used water as the control, this time with rock climbers. Again, athletes displayed improved results when drinking chocolate milk simply because they were consuming some form of carbohydrate and protein, two nutrients that are not unique to dairy. Even in studies that compare cow's milk to sports drinks, it's typically an isocaloric substitution, meaning the participants consume the same amount of calories, but the nutrient similarities end there. A 2019 study with adolescent athletes compared chocolate milk to a protein-free carbohydrate sports drink. While the carbohydrate intake matched across both conditions, the sports drink was inferior in terms of protein and calorie content, both of which are essential to athletic recovery. Again, chocolate milk outperformed the competitor, but this study did not prove that chocolate milk is an optimum sports drink. It only confirmed what we already know. All three macronutrients, carbohydrates, fat, and protein, are needed to optimize recovery and performance. Respected research entities have recognized these flawed methodologies in studies touting dairy as a performance enhancer. The esteemed Canadian Clinical Practice Guidelines for Diabetics specifically notes that dairy-based studies capitalize on using an unfair comparator. These guidelines also state that systematic reviews and meta-analyses of randomized controlled trials of the effect of diets rich in either low- or full-fat dairy products have not shown any clear advantages for body weight, body fat, waist circumference, fasting blood sugar, or blood pressure across individuals with different metabolic phenotypes, otherwise healthy, with overweight or obesity, or metabolic syndrome. In a systematic review titled Impact of Cow's Milk Intake on Exercise Performance and Recovery of Muscle Function that was published in the Journal of the International Society of Sports Nutrition, Researchers concluded more and better study designs, such as blinding the beverage to both participants and personnel, generate a random sequence of beverage group, etc., are needed to demonstrate its usefulness as a sport-nutrition-related supplement. The authors also write, Based on the current evidence, it cannot be determined whether cow's milk has a positive effect on exercise performance and recovery of muscle function in humans. The science behind dairy studies isn't necessarily wrong, but it is flawed in that the methodology is built to garner a specific outcome, an outcome that will help the industry market dairy. Read the study, not the headline. Most of us don't have time or desire to analyze scientific literature, and we rely on headlines to consume our news. At Switch for Good, we work with scientists to understand and interpret dairy-related research to paint a more complete picture so you can make informed decisions about what goes into your body. In the end, ethical science, not twisted research, will always prevail. You just listened to Dairy Studies, What the Industry Doesn't Want You to Know by switchforgood.org. 
and I'm Marian Erickson, host of Plant-Based Briefing. And would you please take a minute to leave me a review for my birthday, which is today. I'd really appreciate it. And please share this podcast with anyone who might benefit. Thanks for listening.